Okay. Ready? We'll do a, let's do one, two, three, four, five, and then clap on six. Okay. But do but you gotta do the ands. One and two and three and four. That? Yes. And then we'll clap five and and clap on six. Yep. Okay, here we go. Ready? Mm-hmm. All right. Together, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> All right, nope. here we go. Okay. One and two and three and four and five and Oh, I forgot to clap. God damn it, really? Hey, everybody. Welcome to I'm Okay, You're Okay. I'm not okay. You're not okay. With me, Bob Schneider, and your other host, Clint Wells. You're welcome. Welcome, 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 motherfuckers, to the I'm Okay, You're Okay, I'm Not Okay, You're Not Okay pod. It's fun to call people that you care about and that you like, like our listeners, motherfuckers, because... It's all in how you say it. Yeah. You know? I think even if you say it in anger, if you call somebody a motherfucker, it's kind of funny. Totally. Hey, motherfucker! <laughs> it's kind of funny. <laughs> like, I mean, if, so, if, somebody that's, if somebody really scary is calling you motherfucker, obviously that's not funny. That's scary. But if you're watching somebody call another person motherfucker, that's pretty funny. But a scary person could call you anything, and it would still be scary. Right. Because really, the fear is not in the word. It's in that person. They could be like, hey, cutie. (laughs) It's like, oh, shit. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Get away. Did you say cutie? Yeah. Dude, have you been watching the Alex Jones trial? I haven't. Uh, Let me tell you what I know, and then you can fill in the blanks for me. All right. I know that he proliferated the idea that the Sandy Hook shooting was staged and that the parents who are grieving the senseless death of their children are actors. Right. And then I know he's being sued for that, maybe? Yes, he's in a defamation suit from, from the parents, multiple suits, and one of them is just about finished. And his lawyers were... He has shitty lawyers, and his lawyers sent the other team of lawyer the prosecutors two years worth of his text messages but do you think all uh, do you think all that's really true like is that like a smoke screen for something because how does that happen how do they accidentally even do that who knows man i don't know so the so the headlines i've been seeing about that which again i don't know much about i'm looking forward to you explaining it all to me in detail but are that he basically found out while he was being questioned that they have his text, and he's it's kind of an oh shit moment for him. Right. So what happens is his lawyers inept accidentally, who knows why, send all of these text messages to the prosecutors, and the prosecutors see this and go, "Hey, you guys sent us this," and they had like a few days or something, which where they could have replied and said, "Hey, you can't use this. It was a mistake. We fucked up," but. If a certain amount of time goes by and they don't do that, then they can use that, hmm. that information. So sure enough, the time went by and then, and then the prosecutors under, like realized, oh, they never responded to us. We can use all this information. Meanwhile, the trial's going on and they're asking him point blank, hey, did you ever have a text message about Sandy Hook? Did you ever talk to anybody? You know, like they know exactly what they're asking him hoping that he's going to lie about it because they have all this information that's going to, you know, he's going to be perjuring himself. And, and so sure enough, that's what happens in the day that the judge is going to decide 
how much money he's going to owe these people, they bring up all these text messages and it's pretty incredible. And he looks, he looks terrible. I haven't seen him in like what he looks like in years, but he looks like somebody who has been living on skid row. Did he he lose a lot of weight or something? No, he's fat and he's like puffy and his face is all red and blotched and he he's probably a heavy drinker. He must be or drug use something. I don't know. Well, he so just me, looks uh, horrible. So okay, and, cra- I, and crazy. I have a few questions. So did he commit perjury? Like, did he lie? Because sometimes they'll do the shit where they're like, they're like, did you did you email about Sandy Hook? And he'll be like, not to my recollection. And it's like all these weird loopholes. Right. Well, as soon as he found out that they had all his texts, that's he started saying that. He's like, oh, I don't recall. He's like, well, you said in testimony this, and he's like. Well, uh, you know, we sent you our phone. We sent you on my phone, you know, so you have it. We knew you had it. Uh, He's just like trying to, I don't know, it's crazy. And then it's just amazing watching somebody who's, it's like a rat that's trapped. Like, it's... Where did you see this? It's on YouTube. It's like super viral. It's like the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial. Her, her, the bee that stung her dog or whatever. I'm shocked that nobody sent it to you. Now, I heard about it this morning, and this guy sent me a clip of it like about an hour ago. So I don't, I had, I didn't know anything about it. Well, so what's going to happen to him? Like, when do they rule on it? Like, what's they're going to tell him that he owes these people millions of dollars, and then a bunch of other families are going to sue him, and then he's going to owe them millions of dollars. So it's, he's going to have to pay these people millions and millions of dollars for this, for these lies he's been propagating. Is he going to go to jail? I I don't think it's a criminal lawsuit. I think it's a it's criminal. It's criminal to perjure to commit perjury. I think that's a federal offense, right? I don't know what's going to happen to him. He's a rich asshole. They they find ways out of that. Um, here's a here's a more interesting question. Do you think he really believes it's a hoax, or do you think it's part of his brand? It makes him money. It stokes up his the core of his fan base. It gets clicks and ads. Or do you, like, what kind of evil is he? Is he, like, con man evil? Or is he, like, mentally deranged Harvey Weinstein preying on people evil? Um, I think originally he might have thought, because he's a big conspiracy theory guy. Yeah. He always has been. So I think originally maybe somebody put that idea in his ear, or maybe he came up with the idea that this was just a fake thing, and then... He might have said it on a show or something, and then, like, once it got out of, you know, like, maybe he got a lot of clicks, and maybe he made a lot of money or something, and then maybe... But at some point, he understood... I think... I'm I'm, I'm sure at some point, he understood that it was real, you know, like, maybe he saw pictures of it or whatever, and then at some point, he was like, oh, this is... Because even... Because I... I he was on Joe Rogan like a couple of years ago because him and Joe Rogan are old friends. And I think Joe Rogan brought him on to kind of humanize him a little bit and maybe allow him a chance to like, I don't know. Backpedal it. Backpedal it or say he was sorry or whatever. I remember Joe Rogan got a lot of shit for that. Did did Joe Rogan push back on, on any of that stuff at all? Well, I, I think he was trying to push him into the corner and say, hey man, you know, now that you know that this is real, you know, how do you feel about it and stuff? And he was kind of hemming and hawing, but you could tell that he knew, like, even then he was kind of like, Leah, I'm, I'm sorry, you know, that, 
but even then he was still kind of hedging his bets a little bit. I don't know. The guy's the guy seems like a terrible person. I mean, he se- he really truly does seem like somebody who's adopted this persona and using it to make money, but ultimately I don't think it helps. I don't think that persona and the things that he's espousing is helping anybody. I don't think it's making the world any better. I think it's just bringing making people it's divisive and, and yeah. horrifying. And it makes him rich. He gets to profit off of it. I mean, there's and big... he and he and he gets to be rich. Yes. Yeah. There's big money in division. But and there's big money in conspiracies. People are just people don't want to believe that people don't want to believe that life's really simpler than it seems. That everything has to have some grand plan, you know. And it's just so weird that we live in a time too where so many people will believe somebody that looks at a school shooting and says, oh, that's all fake. That's all actors. There's like videos and birth certificates and like, and and so many people would believe a guy like Alex Jones. Be like, oh yeah, the the government staged all that so that they can take everyone's guns away. It's like, man, that's beyond having, that's beyond getting coked up with your buddies in fucking ta- Lake Tahoe and talking about aliens probing your butt. That's like families that you're hurting. Right. Who's coming up with that narrative that these are fake? Like, is Alex Jones coming up with that narrative? Or is it the gun lobby that's coming up with it? Or who? Like, somebody's coming up with that going, we have to create this narrative so that we don't, so that we can continue to sell guns right. or something. I don't know. Yeah. It's weird. It's, it is weird. Like, who is... Let's look into that. Let's figure out who that person is. I wonder if has have politics always been this way like Yes, they have for forever since the beginning of time. There's all this shit now where it's like look closely at this video of Biden, you know, that's an actor and Biden actually died like a year ago and all my liberal gotcha friends are like, "Dude, the right's crazy, man. They they think everything's a conspiracy." And I'm like, "Dude, I remember a lot of the left saying the same bullshit about Trump. Look closely at this picture." He's really sick. Look at this mole on his arm or, you know, look how fake this staged picture is after he had COVID. I'm like, dude, both sides do it. It's a bunch of bullshit on both sides. I don't know. I mean, I've seen a couple documentaries where they talk about how outside forces to sow discontent and division and polarize the country, you know, like you know, Russia or Iran or bots getting people upset online. Yeah. And then these AIs from these social, um, you know, platforms use that information and disseminate it because they know what people want to hear and what they, what they're going to click on. And so the combination of those two things has created all this information that's getting out there that like who, like who who benefit i i think I, it feels like the only people that benefit from all that are other nations because it weakens the united states like if if you can somehow get half of america pissed off at the other half then somehow that's going to make the country you know it's going to make the country less strong and i mean that makes sense to me versus like i don't think it's the government i don't think it's our government i don't think it's it feels like somebody who wants to fuck with us and fuck with other countries too, like other Western countries and who knows what's going on. Who knows what we're doing 
in China and Russia. We're probably doing the same shit. Who knows? We don't know. Sure. Yeah. But it does feel like the war that's ha- there is a war going on and it's happening in our phones. And I don't know who the I mean, I think I know who the players are. I, th- I think it's probably governments waging war and we're, you know, we're looking at Instagram and TikTok and having right. a great time through it all. Right. But at the end of the day, people are just, you know, people are scared, upset, frightened, on edge. Everybody I know is like so on edge about everything. I'm like, hey, just relax. Everything's fine. Yeah, it's a weird time. People are people are definitely scared. There's a lot of weird shit going on, you know. But there, Ga- there's always gas been a prices lot. up, food shortages around the corner, global warming. Again, you know, this is all. This has always been going on. All of this stuff's been going on, always, dude. In the seventies, there were like these huge gas shortages where you would like have to wait in line for like six hours to get gas, right? Um, I mean, yeah, there's the pandemic was, was no joke worldwide thing, but, um, I, dude, we're living in the safest, most wonderful time in the history of man right now. Like you and me are chatting. You're in Detroit. I'm in Austin. We're doing a podcast. It's a beautiful day. People are listening to it, doing whatever the fuck they're doing. Hopefully not masturbating while they're listening. <laughs> I swear to God, I hope they're not. I'd be okay with that information. I would not like that one bit. Hmm. Anyways, I'm reminding you guys listening, everything's fine. It might not yeah. seem that way or feel that way, but it is. Tom Petty has that great line. I don't know if I'm going to get it verbatim, but he, he says, most of the things I'm afraid of never happen anyway. It's a good reminder. I can't tell you how much worry I've done in my life. All of it wasted. All of it. None of it has helped me in any way. Well, there's a pivot point where it's useful because it helps you shore up resources and it keeps you alert and smart. But then there's a, a tipping point where it's not good for you. Well, it's one thing if like you're worried because of some real thing. But dude, I, it's never a real thing with me. It's always just some thing that, I mean, it's like rabies. It's like me thinking I'm going to get rabies. <laughs> I mean, I've, I've, had, I've been worried about rabies for 45 years. <laughs> 45 years of worrying about rabies for nothing. Why do you worry about rabies? Did you see Cujo or something that freak you out? Well, when I was a kid, there was just a bunch of people that got rabies. And, <laughs> and then you would have to have these horrible, horrible shots. They were like, oh, it's the worst thing that could possibly happen to you in the world. And then as I got older and I found out more about rabies... Turns out that as soon as you get the symptoms of rabies, it's too late. Yeah. You're going to die, and it's one of the worst ways you can possibly die. Dude, it's funny that you mentioned that. I think that was a big thing in the mid to late 80s, too, because I, I feel like as a kid, there was a lot of talk about getting rabies. There was like a lot of talk about don't get bit by a dog. Well, every time I, every time I touch anything outside, I'm assuming that it has rabies. <laughs> like every time I take my garbage can to the curb, I'm just like... <laughs> constantly telling myself wash your hands when you get home wash your hands when you get back because you don't want to like touch your eye and get that rabies in your eye or eat it and then get rabies. yeah you don't want to eat you don't want to eat a rabies that's 
That's no, not going to be good for you. I want to eat an Arby, not a Raby. <laughs> <laughs> what do you get at Arby's? What's your go-to? I haven't eaten an Arby's in fucking 15 years, I think. Dude, let's have this combo. No, let's have this combo. Favorite? All right. Shame. No. Shame. Stop. Dude, now we're talking. Dude, now we're talking. <laughs> I got some fucking news, dude. News of the fucking world. Yeah. I went to fucking Burger King in San Francisco. Now, maybe in San Francisco, shit's different. I don't know. Guess how much one motherfucking regular Burger King Whopper was with cheese. With with cheese. Eight ninety nine. Twelve ninety nine. Wow. Twelve dollars and ninety-nine cents. <laughs> wait, 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 I need I needed more info. For the combo or just the sandwich? Just the sandwich. How much was a fucking combo? Eighteen bucks? Eighteen bucks. What? No. Dude, I'm telling you. What is the greatest fast food chain, pound for pound, of all time? Um What's I mean, your favorite? You got some heavy hitters. Like ten years ago, it would have been you know, 10 years ago, who knows? But now, I'll tell you who the top five are. Okay. I mean, number one's got to be Chick-fil-A. Yeah. Chick-fil-A is no fucking joke. Chick-fil-A is the fucking Mayweather of fast food chains. They can't have the best ever. They're the best chicken ever. And they're one of the most non-overrated, like super hyped up. Like, I think In-N-Out Burger is extremely overrated. And it's a very, totally. very, just totally fine burger. Totally fine burger. Totally overrated. Chick-fil-A, you can't go buy a Chick-fil-A anywhere in the world without seeing a huge line of cars. There's a reason for that. It's the best chicken ever. But they only do chicken. So they can't really... Because I'll tell you what I might eat more over a Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich. Which, again, I think is the best. I might eat that Wendy's number six spicy chicken sandwich over Chick-fil-A. I and I, and I for that reason... I've not had it. Well, and for that reason, because I think the burgers and the fries are all so great, I'm putting Wendy's at number one. All right. Well, I haven't even eaten. I have not eaten a Wendy's in probably 10 years. So what I'm doing today, of course, is going to Wendy's, period. I recommend getting that number six. I'm going to get the number six chicken. I'm also going to revisit the burgers and everything else. Well, here's what I normally get (laughs) when we're talking our bags of shame. Number six chicken, a regular burger with cheese, small fry, and a Diet Coke. Yeah, here's what I here's what I always get. A number six with a medium fry, Diet Coke, and a junior bacon cheeseburger. That's what I'm ordering today. <laughs> so I'll get back to you next week. You know what I'm gonna do too at the same time? I'm gonna door dash it to my fucking hotel. I'm not even gonna there's a mall right over here. But guess what? It is outside, baby. It's hot. I'm gonna door I'm gonna spend probably twenty seven dollars to door dash that meal to my hotel room. I'm going to drive because I got to get out of this fucking house. Um, okay, so we got Chick-fil-A and Wendy's. What else you got? All right, well, we've got a little place called P. Terry's here, which is no fucking joke. That's better than In-N-Out Burger. For sure it is. It's a, it's a solid burger. Now, is Shake Shack a better burger? Yeah. Shake Shack is maybe the best burger, period. So Shake Shack, Shake Shack's right up there. For burgers, Shake Shack's number one. Now, Carl's Jr.'s got a fucking pretty serious burger. I fuck with Hardee's. Hardee's is no joke, but Carl's, well, Hardee's Jun- and Carl's, Carl's Jr. Jr. are the Jr. same is definitely thing. Better. Well, I feel like Carl's Jr. is a slightly better burger. But if somebody said you can only eat one burger ever, 
probably Shake Shack, then P. Terry's. I'm leaving one out. Oh, Burger King. Do the Whopper. I'm not big on burger. I put that at low dude, on the list. Dude, I'm going, I'm going actually my favorite burger. The number one burger for your boy, B. Schnid. Whopper with cheese. How do you feel about McDonald's? How do you feel about Taco Bell? Uh, love, love, love a crispy beef taco from Taco Bell. What's my order when I, when I go through the drive-thru? Yeah. Six crispy beef tacos with <laughs> six mild sauces and a Diet Coke. Wow, six of them. I get, the, I get two cheesy bean and rice burritos from the low, the low dollar menu. Just because I like them. I can afford the other items. Believe me, I can afford the other items at Taco Bell. I'm doing pretty good. But I get the, I I get the cheesy to, bean and rice burritos. Did, I used to go to Taco Bell with 69 pennies, with 69 <laughs> cents. Sometimes I had a nickel in there. Sometimes there was a dime, never a quarter. And I would walk up to that fucking drive through, no car, just me in my shoes. Yeah. And I would, they would be like, hello. And I'd be like, one bean burrito. And they'd be like, sorry, you can't, you can't be in the drive through lane without a car. And I'm like, but the inside's closed. And I'm like, you got to come back tomorrow. Man. Hard time. Was it, were these in the days when you were living off mustard? No, this is post mustard. Mustard, I had no pennies. This is like when I would like <laughs> shake together some pennies and I would go to fucking Taco Bell. Dude, I can't tell you how many times I had 70 cents or less. And by less, I mean 69 cents. And I would just go eat one of those bean burritos, dude. I ate so many of those. Well, what's the, why is that the magic number? Were they seventy cents? Is that why that's? Yeah, they were like sixty nine cents a piece. And then there was you at Jack in the Box. I think you get two tacos for a dollar for a long time. Um, McDonald's. I mean, fuck, man, you can't fuck with McDonald's. Fucking, remember we used to go get what was our shame bag was double quarter pounder with cheese combo and a six piece nug. And a Diet Coke. <laughs> a Diet, always a Diet Coke, but you got to offset. Always. Dude, I feel like, a couple of honey mustards. I, I feel like a Diet Coke is like when you fucking murder, you murder a whole family in their house, but then you like help an old lady across the street, basically. Yeah, yeah. You, 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 uh, you, you lock the door on the You set the alarm on the way out for him. <laughs> you, you fucking burn down an entire village, but then you. You pick, put the toilet you, seat down. You pick up an old lady's lighter when she drops it, when she's trying to light her cigar. <laughs> and you're like, ah, I'm fine. I love the cigar smoking old lady in this story. Jesus Christ, dude. But yeah, I mean, McDonald's is like, it's good. Pretty good. Pretty good. It's good. Do you it's, fuck with a uh, backyard burger? You guys have that out there? No, we don't have it. Here's what you guys have that we just got in Nashville, and people are fucking going crazy. I'm telling you, lines don't, for Don't hours. say Whataburger, because Whataburger is... It is. Whataburger. Whataburger. I don't get it. No, Whataburger used to be my go-to burger back in the, I'm going to say, like, 80s and early 90s. But I had a Whataburger a couple years ago, and it was like, you might as well just serve me up fucking teeth and gums. <laughs> that shit was fucking grisly the last time i had whataburger i got really sick like it, my body was just like what are you doing dude eat something healthy like mcdonald's do oh, not get put this shit in me dude we we haven't talked about another fucking 
Mike Tyson level fast food chain. Uh huh. And I'm about to drop this name, and everybody's just going to go, How do we not even talk about this one? Let's hear it. Popeyes. <laughs> dude, Popeyes is no fucking joke. Dude, dude, I have Popeyes in the second tier, maybe even the third tier. Louisiana hot chicken, huh? Guess what's on my rider? Bucket of Popeyes. Bitch. For real? That's on my rider. I can't tell you how many times I've gone into a, a, I mean, most of the time you go into the dressing room, there's no Popeyes in there. But every time I walk into a dressing room and there's Popeyes in there, everybody is happy. <laughs> yeah, dude. Everyone loves hot chicken, fried chicken. Um, I would say as far as jingles go, I love the, love that chicken from Popeyes. I love the jingle. It's real up there with the da 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 da. I'm loving it. Yeah, I, don't, I definitely don't like the Popeyes jingle. The loving it, when I first heard, I was like, "Really? You guys are a multi-trillion-dollar company, and that's what you got." But now that I've heard it a billion times, I'm like, "Eh, it's okay. It's great. It's What's like better?" The, uh, the best jingle of all time was from my childhood. From McDonald's. Two all beef patty, special sauce, cheese, pickles, onions, almond sesame seed bun. That's pretty good. And what about um, I Want My Baby Back, the Baby Back Ribs from Chili's? That was a good song. That was the best one of all time. <laughs> best one of all time, for sure. <laughs> like, there's no, no, no competition. I'll tell you what a weird one is, but kids love it. My daughter loves it. Is and it's not a song, it's just a, a saying, it's a slogan, it's a motto. And it's Arby's, we have the meats. I was going to say my favorite is Arby's. Arby's, we have the meats. Motherfucker. You know they want to say motherfucker. Hey, motherfucker, <laughs> we have the meats. What I like about Arby's is, is like all these other fast food places are trying to pretend that they're not poisonous. And they're like, ooh, we have salads and we're healthy and we have meat substitute. I love that Arby's is like, fuck all that noise. We sell roast beef. Beef. Dude, dude, here's the thing about Arby's, man. You better have, you better not be immune compromised. If you pull up to a fucking Arby's and your shit isn't in fucking working order, good luck getting through the fucking day, dude. You are putting your fucking your fucking immune system to the challenge test when you fucking pull up to an Arby's, dude. That horseradish sauce alone will will you can put that you can spread that on your lawn and you will not have any weeds. It'll kill all the moles. <laughs> it's a mole killer. Oh my god! Now I love me some Arby's, but God, How about those damn curly it. fries. How about those curly fries, though, dude? The the all right. The number one though. Of all, you know, like when you eat at a place, it makes you feel bad. Yeah. The number one, because Arby's is up there, Taco Bell is up there, fucking McDonald's is up there. If you order a big, go eat two Big Macs and yeah, tell me tell good. me how you feel in about 40 minutes. <laughs> You'll feel like you got the fucking vid, dude. <laughs> it's not a good feeling. But of all the places... The one that makes you feel the most fucked up. And there's only and there's nobody even close. This is like the Muhammad Ali of fucking you up. Okay. Fast food. Long John Silvers. 
Dude, by the time you eat your last fucking piece of mystery fish that's deep fried, <laughs> the last time I ate there, dude, by the time, it was the most delicious deep fried shit I've ever had. Everything's deep fried. And yeah. I don't care if it's fish or chicken or whatever the fuck. It's They all use the same batter and the same grease. It is the most tasty thing you'll ever put in your mouth. By the time I'm taking the last bite of the, whatever was in my basket, <laughs> I had fucking thick, oozing sweat <laughs> pouring out of my fucking forehead like I was doing a fucking remake of Poppy on, dude. <laughs> I was like, what have I just consumed? Did I just take a full bath in acid? Am I like uh, starring in the remake of fucking Mandy? What the fuck is going on, dude? I mean, Jesus Christ. I don't. So the the version of that where I was going, it was called Captain D's, which, by the way, another good jingle. Captain D's, please. Uh, but I don't do fast food fish, dude. Never did. Never did. You got to stay away from the fish with fast food. I don't know, man. I did. I did some McDonald's. What were they called? McFish. The the, the McFish. Yeah. Is that what it was called? The McFish. I, I believe so. Yeah. Whatever it was, I did a few of those back in the day when I was trying to be healthy. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> when you get it. The McFish with fucking tartar sauce. Yeah. Well, look, we've solved a lot of problems today. We've figured out what the best and worst of the fast food restaurants are. Hey, which, let us know what yours are. Send yeah. where, where can they email us? Bob and Clint at gmail.com. Let us know. Give us some feedback on the fast food sit. Yeah, we want to know what you have to say about all of that. In your region, in your area, and uh, we'll read it on the show. Yeah, you'll be listening will. however you listen, and you'll hear your name, you'll hear your email, and then we're going to riff on it. And right now, we're going to go to the Secret Weekly. We're going to talk about shit that we can't quite say here. If you want to come into that igloo with us, Join us on Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash letters I-O-K. You get some songs that me and Bob wrote. You get a postcard, and you get to hang with us in Secret Weekly. We're going to go there now. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. (laughs) 